welcome back to Move Memoirs. Today, I am joined with CEO and founder of Our Parts, entrepreneur and um, former East Londoner, Vaughan Barakor. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for joining me today. I know things are busy for you right now, so I appreciate it. Cool. So let's get started. There's lots I want to talk about. Um, and I think I want to start with a bit about your journey because yeah, I've, I met you, oh, I can't remember, I think 2012. Um, and at that point, our parts had been was two years old. Was it started in? No. That's first. Uh, so we started, it says 2014, 2014. So we met in 2014. Oh, so we met in that, that was the year. That's when we, we started wow. kind of doing what we, what we were doing really. Right. Um, but yeah, before we talk about that, before we go into our parts, I just wanted to talk a bit about you and your journey to like this point. Um, yeah, a bit about your fitness journey. So how it all started and how you came into the, I guess, sports industry. So yeah, over to you. Yeah. Um, so, so for me it was, I, I was good at athletics at school. So mm. I ever want to be football players. I want to be a football player, but I was rubbish. So um, <laughs> I kind of landed into, into fitness really. Um, right. I used to be a skateboarder. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I, and I, I spent the first two years of secondary school on crutches in the cast because I kept breaking, uh, <laughs> breaking bones. <laughs> so no one really knew I could do sport. I, right. I was the guy that was always on crutches. And then I think <laughs> um, year nine, when I first started to do sport outside of primary school. Right. Um, and I was just really good at high jump. It, it was one of, one of those things that I could jump really high. And, yeah. Um, I want to be a sprinter, obviously, because you never want to be what you what you're good at. <laughs> um, and then no, no, just just do high jump because you're good at high jump. Right. Um, and I went to do English schools, jump for England, all that kind of stuff. And right. I think when I realised that I was good at something, and being good isn't good enough, you have to train. Um, mm. That was that was hard because like especially for like in your teens you mm. you think you're invincible and you think you can, it's just always going to be like everyone's always going to love me it's going to be like this and yeah it's not like that like, life is different and right? you have to show talent show consistency and yeah and really excel and i think i i fell in love with sport because of having really good coaches okay. um like Dalton Grant was one of my coaches and at that time he was the british High jump record holder, um, and he used to say to me, "Look, go and train. You're not you're not going to win, or you're not going to succeed if you don't train." Mm-hmm. Um, and then that happened. I, I went to a competition, and I would normally come in at one meter ninety um, when everyone was going out. But I was this competition, and everyone was coming in at one meter ninety, and it, it was like, "Oh, I'm not special <laughs> anymore." I lost. I lost. That was the first time I lost in high jump. And I didn't really take it very well. I think I kind of sulked and I went and off and did some music and yeah. loved stuff that wasn't to do with sport. And I came back to athletics. I did a decathlete, so I, I did 10 events over two days. Mm-hmm. Um, and really learned from the principles of sport. So when we get to business, the discipline you get from training every day, yeah. um, writing a training plan, seeing where you're at at one stage, so whether it's you want to improve your time, jump higher, or throw further, there's going to be an element where you're going to be at a baseline. 
and then you have belief in your coach or belief in your knowledge that if you do something consistently every day that distance will increase mm. that time will go down and you will jump higher right. um, and that's my business life really it's kind of I was lucky enough to do a sport that showed you your positive feedback if you put energy and effort in that kind of six or eight months of worth of training right so when did it change like when did you go from training because I feel like there must have been a point where um I guess maybe you decided no longer to train but you still had that that I should I say passion for fitness um that would have led you to our park center with the other things that you're doing so when was that like when was that midpoint I guess between okay I'm no longer going to train anymore but I still I still have a passion for fitness and then and then how did that change into um you developing our parks and and the rest of the things that you've been doing yeah um it's crazy because you, you go through free cycle or i went for free cycles i went through the cycle of competing training and then you go through the cycle of actually i just want to i just want to be like as big as i can be and just, like walk around with big biceps you go through that one and then you go to mm-hmm. um actually i just want to do it for my mental health mm-hmm. and it's the first stage where i was working at a leisure center at the time and mm-hmm. i couldn't even afford to pay for the leisure center membership i had right um I'm like, it's not right. I'm trying. I'm trying to get people in the leisure centre to pay and to use and get fit and help their mental health. But realistically, someone that really wants to be here is still struggling. So, how can we say we're trying to create equality and tackle inactivity mm-hmm. when we're giving them an, an option they don't even want to do? They don't yeah. value it. And that's when, like, kind of our parks was born. It was the fact that I felt. No matter where you live in London, um, you should have access to high quality coached exercise. Right. Um, and just because from a social mobility um, and a diversity point of view, if I didn't have access to an athletics track, I, I, I was lucky enough to be born in, in my lane and I could walk mm-hmm. down to my track. It was just not too far for me. Would I be here talking to you now? And, it, and I probably wouldn't. Um, right. So the the whole, the whole thing is actually, I feel the power of sport is such a leveler um, and, and physical activity that when you're in a, a class or when you're doing your, your sport, it doesn't matter how much money you have or what you know. Mm. And in London, you're never a mile away from a park. So True. let's yeah, so let's stop trying to push people into places they don't want to be because they, everyone wants to go to the park. Like they, if you look at like even my mum's journey if you look at when you want to get fit you get a buzz about it and what do you do you go and go for a run in the park you go yeah. for a run in the park and then you get halfway around the park oh this is a bad idea <laughs> <laughs> and and depending on what kind of person you are you do it again and again if you if you if you but some people don't have that motivation yeah um so if you say oh, i'm going to go to one of the three classes in the park you get through it it's people that look like you a coach you can relate to you come back and you do it right. again and then suddenly you're, you're you're doing two three classes a week you're actually pretty fit some of the, some of the parkers these days they're, they're super fit they're running marathons and doing right. um, obstacle races and all sorts so because they have that motivation that they've got from i guess just doing it really yeah it is and if, it's, it's the way in which they access it if you if, if i said to anyone that's inactive come to this session because you're going to run a marathon in a year They'll be like, no way. <laughs> I'm going to come to that session. I, I, can't, I can't think of anything worse. But then if you 
give them targets and goals and really introduce them in a way in which they feel comfortable like accessing yeah that, that person will, will take upon themselves to run the marathon so i know we kind of like dove into our parts but in a nutshell to sum it up for those who don't know necessarily about um where are you though because they're everywhere but <laughs> if you don't know about our parts at the moment um how would you sum it up for the new listeners or listeners who um haven't come into contact with our parts so far yeah sure so uh, so ourparks.org.uk we deliver free outdoor and online exercise classes across the uk um we have now over 150,000 people that do it wow wow work yeah like it's, it's been it's been a great six years man we, and we work with the likes of sport england london marathon trust lucy sport um tough mother so the idea is that we want to give everyone mm-hmm. no matter where you live where you come from how much money you have the opportunity to take part in higher quality exercise and meet new people when you came up with the idea um you were working in um, the center and then you decided you were going to go forward with this what was the the process for that yeah i, I think so i think everyone has like ideas mm-hmm. um and i think execution is the most important thing yeah in your ideas and when it, when it comes to starting your new business or a business you need a plan like you need like you need a plan uh, and you need a way of measuring if your plans go, go into plan and right. um, a lot of entrepreneurs try and do too much because they get a bit emotional with their idea or, <laughs> or service and I think I was lucky enough I, I, I read like I read a book called The Lead Starts Up and in innovators dilemma, innovative solution. There's lots of stuff I could throw out there. Yeah. I mean, information is knowledge. And then suddenly you start to understand what all these big businesses are doing. Um, mm. And then you can do something, then you can do something account for your innovation. So um, I had an idea that no one was doing. So I couldn't go to a bank and say, oh, can you fund me a lo- or give me a loan for this idea? And they would go, okay, what is it? A dry cleaners? No, no. Is it a coffee shop? No, no. It's a, we can ask the council for money and deliver free exercise classes and show them that if you get it for free, you save money in the future. There's no formula or spreadsheet they can put that into. Right. Then that's going to work. So if you kind of say, okay, we're doing something that no one else is doing, how am I going to account that I'm on the right path? And I came up with some measures, like, so build, measure, learn, feedback loop. Um, but I think the most important thing was being able to do the bare minimum to test if your hypothesis or your idea was going to work. So, and if anyone's listening to this that's starting their own business, do not go and do every single feature you possibly think of in your idea stage. What, are the, what is the thing you're going to need to have to test if you're on the right path? Right. And that and that's all we do. We do a build, measure, learn, feedback loop, um, and we adapt it based on what actually happens. Um, a lot of people say, "Yeah, I'm just going to go and do this and and see what happens." And the problem with that is, right, you can see what happens, but seeing what happens doesn't get you any any feedback back on right. what you do. Yeah. So, um, we said we want to get sets of targets. We said we want to have, I think it was like 600 people, like. Ever. That's that, that was our target. Oh, wow. 600 people. 
Um, and we first first session we got no one. <laughs> and second session it was raining and got no one. It was like it, it was like oh, what have I done? Um, <laughs> but then we then we kept asking. We kept asking that question. So there's a thing called five whys. So you ask you ask a why five times, and you should say you should come up to a conclusion of why you're at that position. So like for instance, someone's booked on but didn't show up. Why didn't they show up? Because it wasn't a meeting point. Why wasn't it a meeting point? Because I didn't think about putting a meeting point when I built it. And then suddenly you put a meeting point. So you get you get to get to a position and then next yeah. time that person shows up and you go and they show up because they can find you. Right. And it's just it's just doing it's really evaluating every step and everything you deliver to come to the conclusion to get more people in and then um as you know at like six hundred we we do six hundred a day sometimes. It's, it's just yeah. it, it's just but we get you, you get there by continuously evolving your concept and yeah. um, I think as an entrepreneur you have to be willing to matter in people's lives. So doing good does good for business. Right. Um a lot of people a lot, a lot of entrepreneurs are it's all about them. So for instance, yeah, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna call it me because I love me so much. <laughs> no one's going to buy into me. And the reality is, they're not. <laughs> they value will. Um, so it's kind of, what, what are you doing? What problems are you solving? Are you, are you solving people's problems? Are you really caring and helping people? Um, and if you look at any business that, that takes that why, why mm. you're doing it first, they thrive. And the businesses that don't, we probably don't hear about them. Um, so that's, that's one thing I would say for the entrepreneurs out there. Right. To have a why. So in terms of why, speaking on that, um, I know we talked about like the reason you, you put it together and sort of some of the, the, I guess, from your own personal experience, some of the things that you had experienced that made you want to develop something like art parks. But seeing people come and like, I guess this has been so 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, quick maths. Okay, six years. I know you said it actually, but yeah, it's been six years. Um, and so at this point, you must have like some some stories in mind in terms of people who have participated um, and just from trainers as well. Like, what do you think it is that has made people? Because I know fitness outside in the park, yeah, it's wonderful. People go to the park and, but to have people constantly coming back, what do you think it is that's, that builds that consistency? So for someone who is like at the beginning of a journey and they're considering going to um, a class or they're starting for the first time, like what is it that, helps to develop that consistency um in your fitness journey it's the coaches um it's a, it's, it's a brand as well so so yeah. we decided that we didn't want to matter or we, we, didn't, we didn't want to compete on service we want to compete on culture and actually matter in people's lives right. um so we call our users parkers so they're called parkers um they wear turn up tone up so that's our our, our coach uniform yeah but the parkers buy the t-shirts and they wear the t-shirts so they're part of the the whole brand, really. Um, then we have Parkos, which is like a, an event where they come and they compete for their park on a borough mm. against other parks on boroughs. But suddenly it's starting to feel like it's not just I'm going to exercise. Actually, I'm I'm a parker. Yeah, I'm a you're part parker. of the community. Yeah, and um, and that's what we did. I think we wanted to build a brand and make it so that we don't they, the parkers really love being part and parcel of that brand. In terms of your own personal fitness journey, um, I mean, I'm assuming and yeah, that you're still 
active yourself and you're still actively in the fitness industry, how would you say like having a brand that is a fitness brand and then also, you know, having your own personal fitness, how do you have the motivation for both and how do you keep the motivation for both? Yeah, that's a really good question. And um, I did an entry yesterday um, with UK coaching, so the guys that put together the coaching qualifications for the UK. And it was around, the question was, is it important for coach to care about themselves and their own physical um, Mm, mental health? And it's so important because, like, if, if you're not caring about yourself, but then you're trying to motivate others to do exercise or to do something with you whether they're paid to see you or they do it for free right you kind of you kind of not hitting the ball and the nail in the head really mm-hmm. i think for me it was exercise is so important to me um even when i have a lot on my plate i get up every morning i go for a run i go for a run and mm-hmm. um, and it's it's part of it's i always said I'll be so happy one day when I don't have to rush into work and to be at a desk mm-hmm. and I can just get up and say I'm not going to take meetings until this time because I'm going to have my own, I'm going to have me time. Right. Um, and everyone needs a, a really set pause moment, I call it, because if you, if you don't have time, even if you run no music or you listen to podcasts, but you know, it's that, that 20 or 30 minutes of the day, which is down to you. And then my coaches, they are amazing. So I had to, I have to really be fit and be on my game. You know what I mean? I can't come yeah. from the rock, rock up and then be like, okay, time to do bird beats, 10 bird beats. Like, I'm dying at one. You know I, mean? like, I, I, have to, I have to be ready for it. And also I think kind of, I think when you're leading like a movement, yeah. And I do this a lot with when I used to train semi-pro teams. I feel that you get more respect if if you're willing to do everything, whether it's from, I'm willing to do everything my staff do. Right, um, yeah. And I can do it as good as they can do it. Yeah. And suddenly it's like, yeah, I, he, he can run 5K faster than I can. And he can do pull-ups as well as I can. Yeah, I, I'll listen to him. Yeah. <laughs> Wherever the leader is, and I used to have a seven protein. I talk about some proteins, and they were like, "Oh, who's this athlete trying to get your ass fitness with it?" And then, <laughs> and then we used to do like, <laughs> we used to do like a, I made, I made we do a beat test, beat test, and we used to do like these circuits with them. And yeah. by the end of it, everyone's dead on the floor, and I'm still like bouncing around. <laughs> and, and then I did, satisfaction and I, from that. <laughs> and then I, and I, I always did the first session with them, and then after that, whatever I said, they would do. They would listen to you. <laughs> Um, and that was one. That was one of the tricks that um, I mean, I, I talked to. I had some really good coaches, and the coaches I had, they've been to Olympics. So you just they kind of you listen to them because yeah. they they they've almost shown you that they can do it, and they've put themselves through the discipline and the pain. Um, whereas when we look for coaches, I look for I look for coaches that are you don't have to be the fittest person in the world. You just have to have that passion. Yeah. Um, you stop my yeah. next question I was literally going to be like what do you think makes a good coach but yeah go ahead <laughs> <laughs> it's just it is, it, is, it is that passion it's that if you the worst coaches I I, I experience are the ones that you rock up for a session they don't even acknowledge you you don't smile <laughs> hello 
and they say, oh, four laps of the park, round around the park. Yeah. So they come back, look at the clipboards, and they give you like sessions that I know they can't do themselves, or they haven't mm. even tried the session. Right. Yeah. Like, how can you mix those together and think like, anyone can do it? Right. So yeah. It, it's, it's just that. It's kind of like really having a grasp on on fitness and, and knowing what's realistic. Yeah. Um, and what's going to put people off and what's going to make people come back. And just like to say hi and remember my name and acknowledge me when I, when I arrive. Yeah. It's a massive thing, but and it's easy for, for us to say here, yeah, but there's lots of people that don't do that. And I think I just like nice people. I, I, I decided I do business without if they're not nice. <laughs> <laughs> I've had my fair share of unnice people and now I decided to have positive and nice people around me. It makes a difference though, because I feel like even with um, like I don't know, I just feel like when you're when you're doing something that's as vulnerable as starting a fitness journey, you do want to feel like you matter to the person who is training you, because yeah. otherwise you just feel like just another person. And yeah, I don't know. I feel like it is a very vulnerable place to start when you're at the beginning, because like, there's so much going on. So you want to at least feel like the person who's training you cares or, or sees you in general. So I think it is really important. Really important, so important, and I mean and. And I've got I had a voicemail today um, or someone one of the parkers found me on Instagram, she sent me a direct one of those um direct messages, voice yeah. voicemail. And I I was so motivated by what she said in terms of how well sessions are and yeah. she was so scared on her first session, she rocked up oh, and wow. it was so lovely and warming. And she's actually gone on and done a we provide free level two courses courses. She actually got a coach and now she coaches and she attributes her experience, the way in which she coaches down to her first experience at our parks. Wow. Um, and that's what we, that's what, so the best, I, I would say the best coaches are kind coaches, but, and the best coaches make the best, best coaches. So if you come in as an active person mm-hmm. and they meet yourself and they love you da, 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 and then they become a coach, they're going to be you on steroids because they're the <laughs> right. what it what it is what it what it means to be nice and yeah. we have lots of parkers that have become coaches and they deliver amazing sessions oh, wow. so i have a question um in terms of so i start i know people are probably sick of hearing me say this every time like, so i started this podcast for people um to encourage people to to make a start um on their fitness journey everyone's probably just like yes definitely don't say this again but i will i say every every episode um so I, I always ask um, coaches and professionals what they think is m- most important for for the beginning, for the start. Like, so I wanted to ask you: Do you feel like what's more important for you? Is it more so that you have the motivation at the beginning, or you have the drive, or you have the consistency? Like, what is the one thing you think someone needs to have in order to? I wouldn't even want to say succeed because it's not that, but like, what what quality makes for the best start when you're embarking on an, on a fitness journey? Um, being willing to accept when you doesn't work. Mm. Um, so be you have to be willing to fail to actually succeed. So that's really good. Why, yeah, no, yeah. I mean, the reason why and the reason why lots of people don't actually start their journey because they're too scared if it fails. Mm. Um, and I think there's there's lots of fantastic minds out there. That say I'll do it next week. Yeah, I'll do it yeah. next week. Yeah, and they do that. They do that procrastination and 
So I know it's not Yeah, I had to hide it. Yeah, I had to yeah, yeah. That whole thing where you probably could have, but you were too scared to take that leap of faith. And um, that's the most hardest thing, I think, because you, you, you get in a position where you're on blast and everyone can see mm, if you, yeah. you win or not. Yeah, that's so I've, got, I've got kids screaming in the background, guys. I apologize. This is real life. This is Corona, which leads me to my next question, actually, because I was going to ask. Um, so obviously, you guys do online fitness now as well. Um, so for anyone who's wanting to to try and stay proactive and fit during lockdown, partial lockdown, not quite sure what stage we're at now, but um, for for people who are still at home and are still trying to like motivate, what are some of the tips you could give for just staying motivated? Because there's a lot of things right now that can take away from motivation. How, what are some of the things you can recommend for um, being at home or being partially at home and just keeping that momentum going? Yeah. Um, So definitely involve your kids. So try and have, if you have kids, try Mm. and do workouts with them and try and get them involved in it. Yeah, that's cool. Um, also, if you don't keep doing the same regime, the same thing, um, try and mix it up a bit. Mm-hmm. Try and if you're not, if you're doing all, or everything at home online, you're allowed to go to the park now. Try and walk down to the park and do that same session you would do at home online mm-hmm. in the park if you have the confidence to do it. Um, say when you see stuff and you like it save it to your like instagram save it and make a note to do it back and then i I like to do this thing where i what twice a week i've got a reminder in my calendar that says do one of those save workouts that you thought were really good yeah and it pops up and i go to my saves and i do it and it's amazing because everyone's very like so everyone is and as a coach, and you know this, there's exercises that you're really good at doing. Yeah. And you just and you probably would do them all the time because yeah. you know how to do them and it feels easy to do or you're confident with them. And there's mm-hmm. other, other exercises which you're not very, you don't, or you don't, you never do. Yeah. So you never do them. And, and that, that's what they mine very clearly, yeah. <laughs> so uh, my, my, my exercises I never do, are, my mobility isn't the best, so... Okay. Anything that has involved mobility, I will kick them out of the website out of my workouts. Right. And, I, and I, I didn't really do much abs. And what happened was I I had to when I'm doing my I do a class every day, so you can join me every day on Facebook Live at about 10 a.m. Right. And we've been doing it every day. We haven't missed one since well since March. Oh, wow. um, Are you still doing them now? Still doing them now. Still doing them every day 10 a.m. Um, a hit 20 minute hit session, and. I started asking them what they wanted to do. And he goes, abs, abs, abs. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, I hate doing abs. <laughs> I then we started doing abs. And now we do, like, 30-minute abs sessions, and I love it. Like, and, But I would never have done, done abs and mobility and yoga. Right. So I think, please do, like, if, if I can say anything, don't always do the things you're strongest at doing. Yeah. Do the stuff that you don't like doing but it's going to give you a better all-round fitness experience if you can do it. Yeah. And also more motivation, because when you do something that you're not normally good at, and then you then you become good at it, it's like, oh, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm actually good at this now. And I feel like it does give you a bit of a boost. Like, I know for me, arms, yeah. I avoid arms, um, yeah. but I'm trying to slowly <laughs> incorporate it in now. And yeah, it makes me feel good. Like, okay, maybe I can do this. Mm. That's, yeah, that, 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 that's it. Seriously, that's, uh, that's a 
a big bit of advice there, guys. Do think you feel you're not good at do you become good at them? Absolutely. Um, so what is next for, or should I say, what's the next, not phase, but now that we're sort of out of lockdown, kind of, I'm not sure, um, what can we look forward to in terms of um, with our parks, things that you've got stored? Yeah, um, we're working with like some big campaign, national government bodies on um, bringing together some sort of couch to fitness piece. Oh, where um, Historically, we... we it's always geared around money and there's lots of people yeah. that can't run. Yeah. Um, so we're, gonna, we're doing that. We are moving into the one-to-one market. So we're, you can now do one-to-one online coaching and training. Oh, cool. Um, we're also doing more with vid- the video workouts are there to stay. Okay. Um, but I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm releasing the first fitness album. So we've got an album coming out. Wait, you're releasing a fitness album. What what does a fitness album entail? Um, it's like all of the regular kind of music you listen to at the moment. Yeah. But it's fitness songs. It's all around motivation, working out. But they've got, they've got punchlines in there. There's hooks. There's melodies. It's, it's if you hear it, it just sounds like a a banger. I, I, obviously, I'm going to promote it like that because that's, that's it's me on the track. Oh wait, um, you're actually going to be the person. Wait, hold on, hold on. You're you're going to be doing. You're performing on the album. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. It's, 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 it's called Fitness King. It's um coming oh, out in wow. July. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. I, I think it's gonna be huge. We've got some some good producers on on it. We're, this is really cool. So you said it's coming out in July. Did you say? July, July, and all the all the proceeds from the album is going to go into making fitness free for um, um, people in okay. in London. So the idea is that we're going to get it out there and hopefully get it to come in the top forty some somewhere. We don't know where. Wow, this is really cool. This is really cool. I've, there's so many people out there doing like really cool and innovative things with fitness, like just taking it to to different levels. This is really cool, actually. I'm excited. Um, oh, yeah, and you, I'll, I'll send you some some tastes. You can whack some music on in your when you do your posts and your workouts. Yeah, and hopefully you you like it. It's good, good stuff. Oh wow! Okay, so I've introduced this new thing um, at the end of of an episode where I try and play a game with my guest. Um, and I had a few games lined up. I actually had one. And then as I was reading, which you sort of just mentioned now, I read that you used to be a battle rapper. And, yeah, and yeah. A grammar How did I miss this? <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> so the game has changed. I no longer want to do the game. I want to do. Um, I've changed my mind, and so now I want to give you a t- like any topic. I'm just going to throw something out there, and and I want you to um freestyle for us on the. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so I am going to pick the topic of. Oh, there's some good ones here. Um. Okay, let's go with. Okay, you can pick. So the options are free weights. Running, grass, or trainers? Wow. <laughs> hey. um, I like to run, though. So you're going to go for running? But you did say to try something difficult that you haven't tried before. So if you like running, okay. maybe try another one. Um, what, what are the other two? Okay, free weights, running, grass, and trainers. <laughs> running, grass, and trainers? Yep. Um... Two guys trainers because I think there's um the, the rhyming ability, <laughs> the rhyming ability with I haven't freestyled for a while as well. The rhyming ability with grass could, could <laughs> be very limited. Okay, so we're gonna go with trainers. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, do you want music or without music? Because I came prepared, actually, come prepared. Would you like oh, music? Well, you want music as well? Um, wow, uh, I'm, I'm a bit nervous now. Can I <laughs> Don't be nervous. Um, I'll just do without music. Okay, <clears throat> when you're ready, take it away. Your topic is trainers. Trainers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, trainers. Like, trainers. I'm not talking about trainers, I'm talking about trainers. My kind of trainers, you know, Nike Swiss trainers, you know, Adidas trainers what kind of trainers i mean trainers you know trainers what i'm not a trainer but i can be a trainer but i'm a trainer not complainer i went trainers kind of trainers adidas trainers i don't know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> i'm clapping thank you no that was cool that was cool thank you for being a good sport i appreciate it <laughs> Oh, okay, so um, where can we follow our, our parks um, and stay involved and support and yeah, all that good stuff? Let us know all the handles. Um, so you follow us at, at our parks UK, and that's pretty much across across the board. So that's Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Okay. Um, we're not on TikTok yet. We're still we're too old for TikTok. Um, <laughs> and then follow me at Board Barracor, and you can listen to some music that doesn't say trainer, 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 trainer. <laughs> Cool. Um, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. I hope everyone has had a great time. I have. And yeah, I wish you all the best with everything. I will definitely be keeping up with what's going on and posting up all the stuff that we've mentioned so that people can also follow and support. So thank you so much, Vaughan. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks for having me on. Take care. Thanks for listening to this episode of Move Memoirs. If you're a fitness professional or a fitness enthusiast and you want to be on the podcast or you have a general question or a comment, then connect with me using the handle at Move, M-O-V-E, Memoirs, M-E-M-O-I-R-S, on Instagram and Twitter. Thanks for listening.